welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and to overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist. And I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information and guest interviews to help you on your journey in finding peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. Now today is just a short episode and it is me talking about a very common topic at the moment, managing binge eating, restrictive eating, poor body image as we come out of lockdown. Now, you might have been dreaming about the end of lockdown for days. You know, thinking excitedly about the loved ones, you're gonna be able to hug finally, the places you'll be able to go. But now that the reality of this is actually sort of peeping over the horizon and we can almost see that the end of lockdown could actually be happening quite soon and things are starting to return not yet but in the UK we'll be starting to return to normal it can be making you feel extremely nervous and I think for so many of us this year has taken a toll on mental well-being um, and not to mention relationships with food So you might feel that your eating has become increasingly disordered and you might feel that your body image is just in a very bad place. You might be quite scared of like restaurants opening up and being social and navigating kind of menus and being around people again. Um, You might be really worried as well that people are gonna be judging your body. And although you like looking forward to the end of lockdown, part of you might want it to be going on just a bit longer. You might be thinking, I just want to sort out my eating so I can return to the world like this more confident and happier person. So how do we cope with this long anticipated end of lockdown looming, but also this big change that is coming up? So I think a really helpful thing, my number one tip is, try to value this lockdown learning and I know that is really hard you might be feeling right now that is the last thing I feel like doing I mean it has been an extraordinarily extraordinarily challenging year you know we've lost our face-to-face connections the mood boosting hobbies all our exciting adventures that we would have done and more so it's no surprise that our mental well-being has suffered and so many people are in this same boat When you're feeling anxious, bored, lonely, upset, you know, it's so natural that you're going to default to unhelpful coping strategies to get through. I think as well, pre-lockdown, a lot of people had some like milder eating disorder symptoms, disordered eating symptoms going on. But then when lockdown hit, if there was any vulnerability, things quickly, quickly unraveled. So rather than berate yourself, try to offer yourself some understanding and insight into what you know what might have triggered it and what's you know understanding yourself better and because berating yourself criticizing yourself is not going to make you feel any better and actually you would offer your friend much more kindness and understanding and that's what you need to offer yourself and as well just try and take a step back and to reflect on the learning from this year so as I was saying, for many people, these some of these eating issues were present before the world was turned upside down, but then these niggles unraveled at speed into something much greater with the bubbling anxiety, coupled with the pressure to avoid weight gain and all of that going on. 
So you may have felt compelled, particularly in that first lockdown, to diet or restrict your food to avoid those lockdown gains that everybody was always going on about. But we know that dieting, you know, particularly kind of strict dieting, then combined with stress, you know, intense emotion and also poor body image, that is a toxic catalyst for binge eating or emotional eating. And that's going to happen to anybody if you mix those things together. So it's really no wonder that you might have struggled. You know, if you'd had some of those issues pre-existing, then with lockdown coming along, of course things were going to unravel. So have a think for you this year when you're, you know, when you're reflecting back on this lockdown period, what has been particularly challenging for you, which may have triggered triggered on the unhelpful eating? Because if you can really start to pinpoint your triggers a bit more and to really understand where your vulnerabilities are, that is great information for you going forward. Okay, and I think you know, for many people, um, it's been you know, the anxiety maybe of, you know, the fear of getting the virus, the fear of loved ones becoming unwell. For many people, it's been like their loss of structure and routine. For many people, it's been not being able to have contact with loved ones. For many people, it's been kind of being stuck in four walls and food becoming kind of the one thing to look forward to and to offer some relief. So there's been, you know, many, many, many different triggers, but try and really pinpoint what have been the real triggers for you? And also linked to that, try and recognize which emotions have been particularly difficult to deal with. Because I guess turning to food, whether it's eating or not eating, it's often a way to distract or numb from difficult emotions. So really dig a bit deeper there and just try and understand yourself. Like, you know, what is it for you that turns you more to food? I mean, I know for myself, Definitely when I'm just kind of in a mundane routine and I'm feeling it's a bit kind of groundhog day and maybe there's a bit of anxiety about managing homeschooling and other things, um, my self-care isn't as good and I can definitely be a bit more prone to kind of snacking and not really taking care of myself with my, um, you know, making kind of regular meals as I would be normally. And um, I guess for me, this is kind of like a milder issue that I'm probably able to sort of turn around quite quickly but I think I just want to say like we're all a bit vulnerable you know and I'm a therapist that's had lots of training in this so everybody is in the same boat here. Reflect again like have you deliberately restricted your eating a lot more during lockdown because of you know restricting your eating it is a real trigger then for binge eating for emotional eating for overeating it makes you very vulnerable to those behaviors. Or maybe you've found yourself um, more overeating, binging or emotional eating rather than restricting. Um, so again, just being really aware, you know, what is it that was really, really triggering for that? And, you know, were there particular times that were worse? What can you learn from this? And maybe it's just a combination of everything. And again, that's fine. You are not alone. So eating or not eating, it is. It's numbing, it's distraction, it's self-soothing. And when constructive coping strategies are stripped away, then you, of course, will have been vulnerable to slipping into these ways of coping. So this challenging year or last year can offer insight and learning into your self-care and emotional soothing. And as we emerge from lockdown, you may want to invest in upping 
the way, you know, upping your self-care, upping your kind of emotional investment in yourself, really prioritizing your mental health and really filling your cup to the brim. So you're feeling um, in as good a place as you can as we go back, you know, back into sort of normal life. And it's just really thinking like, what is it for you personally that helps you feel that your cup is full? And, you know, obviously they're the kind of things like reading, journaling, therapy, creative stuff, listening to podcasts, connecting with others, doing self-care activities, um, doing hobbies, maybe as the world opens up, being able to go traveling and have adventures. Um, but it's trying to work out what personally is your self-care because we're all a bit different. And you might have even learned from the lockdowns that you're somebody who quite enjoys time away from people and that you like to have time alone to restore your energy. And actually maybe that's your self-care. So we are all different um, and it's trying to listen to what is personally helpful for you. Another thing is that ensuring that you do as we go back into kind of normal life that you can work on how you deal with your emotions because I think pre-covid so many of us were just so busy and rushing around all the time and in a way blocking out emotions not really dealing with them but kind of just being constantly busy constantly constantly doing um and then I guess when the world suddenly stopped, then you're hugely vulnerable because suddenly you're kind of hit by all these emotions that you don't deal with day by day. So it's really important that you are investing in your emotional health and you are having healthy coping strategies. And if you're struggling with some of that, that's okay. And maybe you need to look for some support. Okay, my second kind of thing to help, second point to help you as you're coming out of lockdown is to realize that other people do not care about your body, okay? Now, you might be feeling really uneasy about being out in the world again. You may be feeling worried about the potential judgment of your body from others. Now, remember though, you are not alone here. You know, we have shared humanity in grappling with this new phase. Many, many, many people are feeling apprehensive and scared about coming out of lockdown. Many people are not feeling completely comfortable in their body image. You are not alone with that. And I think sometimes when we're at home in our four walls, it can feel like you're the only one dealing with this and it can feel really, really scary. So instead of focusing on your doubts and fears, work to view the broader picture and the time ahead. So start to think about the people who you would really like to connect to. Also perhaps think about the people you don't want to connect with. Consider the places you want to visit and ponder your hopes and dreams for the months ahead. Because hiding away and avoiding the re-emerging world may be tempting and feel safe, but it's going to lightly exacerbate disordered eating symptoms. And remember as well, you can allow yourself space and time to adjust. You can choose to re-engage with the world at your own pace and in your own time. You don't have to go all systems blazing from day one. So think about your learning from lockdown and what you can take forward in managing your self-care and emotional well-being, whilst also offering yourself deep understanding and compassion. Take time and space to reconnect with the world and consciously choose the things that are going to help you. And if you're struggling with disordered eating, you may wish to get further support through counselling. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode today. If you're not following me already, do seek me out on Instagram at The Eating Disorder Therapist. And if you're looking for more support in your relationship with food, do go to my website at theeatingdisordertherapist.co.uk. 
I'd be so appreciative if you'd rate and review this podcast if you enjoyed it today as it helps it reach so many more listeners. Thank you again and I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon. Thank you.